0: Welcome to the RVA Returners Podcast, your number one source for all things Final Fantasy TCG, sponsored by Ultimate Guard. That's right. You got any big plans today? Anything for Memorial Day? Uh, cleaning, I think. <laughs> Man, that's that sounds real hype. That sounds real hype. Oh, yeah. But, but you know, I know you've got to do that, Adam, but you know what is real hype? the next episode of the rva returners podcast guys we are back i'm your host chris adams and always with me adam lane say hi to everybody hi everybody (laughs) hi everybody gotta get your get your cleaning shoes on is that such a thing as cleaning shoes a thing or is that more of like a glove situation Uh, if it's a thing i don't have any cleaning i don't have cleaning shoes Mm, well you should you should but uh adam we got a lot to talk about today we were busy this weekend we we were uh, we were all over the place Oh yeah. It was a lot of fun though. Oh, dude, I had a blast this weekend. Um, yeah, we played in a couple of events. Um, obviously there were LQs going on nationwide and we saw some, you know, familiar faces winning. Not a good weekend overall for the team. You know, I know we kinda of, you know, half of us went up to an L Q in Pennsylvania, half of us went to an L Q in North Carolina. And uh, you know, we'll talk more about that. You know, we'll dive in here on this special Memorial Day edition of the news. All right. So first piece of news, um, you know, like we said, we've kind of worked out a partnership with ultimate guard and uh, we had our first giveaway. um, If you listen to the returner seven, five, seven cast, Ryan Galloway was our first winner of the mountains uh, lands Two sleeves from ultimate guard. And uh, we're actually gonna be doing another giveaway in this podcast. So uh, make sure you stay tuned till the end uh, to see what that is. Um, Yeah, I I think this is fun. We're going to be doing a lot more giveaways now that we have, you know, some of this awesome product to, uh, you know, kind of share the wealth. Yeah, so stay tuned to the end. We're going to talk about that as we go along. Um, but so, you know, some of the big news, you know, starting just kind of diving right in, you know, LQ's uh, Wave 2 was announced. Um, and I know. Some stores got another one like Game Theory down in North Carolina actually got one for Wave 2. I'm pretty certain Gamers Heaven up in Pennsylvania got one for Wave 2 as well. I know uh, Island Games. That's uh, Muhammad's home store up in Centerville, Virginia. uh, Got one for Wave Two as well. So we've got more of these things close by to us. And um, you know, I know we've posted the full list. That was um, the list that was provided. We actually posted on our Facebook page. So if there, you know, if you want to see if there's one in your area for Wave Two, you know, don't hesitate to go in there and check it out.
1: Yeah, it seems to be about the same size list. So, and then we know there's a Wave Three coming.
0: So a pretty good amount more than we had last year. Absolutely. Absolutely, and also too, uh, starting with Wave Two, that's how you can get the Road to Worlds uh, Zidane promo. I believe if you finish top four, I think so. I think it's top four.
1: Yeah, I think it is top four.
0: So uh, you know, if you're not going to Gen Con or you know, you want to try to you know win one of these Zidane promos, that find one in your area or one that's you know within a reasonable travel distance for you, or you know, or rally the troops and make a road trip out of it. But uh, you know, if you you'll, you'll want to get your hands on those, and I'm gonna say this, man. The competition at these things is stiff. Yeah. Boy howdy, we're talking like hot whiskey stiff.
1: Yeah, I so, mean the game's only going to get more and more stacked as more and more people get better. You know. So. Oh,
0: absolutely, absolutely. Um, and uh, you know there were a lot of LQs this past weekend. I know we saw just kind of you know scrolling through the pages. Uh, Jordan Dank won uh one in his local area, so Mister Two Time is already qualified for nationals. Let's see. We had um, Muhammad win one, but we'll talk about that event, you know, a little bit. Um, that he won the Game Theory. Uh, sorry, the Gamers Heaven LQ. Uh, Sam Tool won the one down at uh Gamers uh, Game Theory. Well, I'm getting those mixed up, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> so, so many stores with the word "game" in it. Who'd have thought? Yeah. So a lot of uh, a lot of household names winning these events over the weekend. So, like again, the picture is really starting to shape up. So. I think, um, you know, if you're winning these events, you know, be, be ready for a brawl when you get uh, to nationals.
1: I think I sure saw Joe
0: Lazinski also qualified. He did. He sure uh, did. He won. Uh, I know Matt Rice was at that when Yeah, had Joe Lazinski, um, Chocobo Joe is back and uh, he's he's going to the dance again. So, you know, again, these things are these things are stacked. So, you know, I don't know, I know these things hard to win when you win. You just got to go play in a harder tournament. So, uh, you know, practice up, get ready. You know, there's a lot of those. You know, be on the lookout. I'm sure there's going to be some of these every weekend. You know, over the course of the next what, two months, probably longer than that. Once we or get that. wave three, right? So all, probably oh, almost yeah. all the way up to nets. Yeah, just like last, just like last season. I'm and I am glad we're getting more of these. You know, like I said at the top of this, we we were real busy this weekend. We played in two events. Um, one the first one we played in on Saturday was the Jerseys Win a Box. We had a local Win a Box. It was good that we had, what, 14 people at this event? That sounds right. I don't remember the exact number, but that sounds right. Yeah, 14, 15 people around that ballpark. And, you know, again, I can't shout these guys out enough. Uh Connor does a really great job, you know, running these events. And, you know, it's when you go to these events, there's no – there are no, like, average players at these things. Like, everybody comes in, they're playing, like, really, you know – powerful decks everybody knows how to play the game so like going to these events you know it's weird saying that you know yeah it's a local but like the competition again going back to that stiff competition um you know i know you and i uh played the same deck again we were both on uh Windwater, the the jfb list essentially just with a couple like a couple card changes here or there um adam how was your day overall obviously okay. so we both made top eight so we had a decent day
1: yeah, it was okay. I ended up finishing fourth or third, one of those mm-hmm. two, based on tiebreakers. Essentially, mm-hmm. the same thing. Um, I ended up losing to Josh, who got second. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was never really in that match. Um yep. He all he had like the upper hand. He had like he always played like the first of aim. He always had chaos Riku kind of online before me and was able to get that. But before I online before I could. Um, and then uh, Paul hit me a couple times, which. I mean, as soon as that happens in that matchup, I probably lose. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, we were playing like you said the wind water deck. I had a couple changes. I put like Juan Adele in there, who was really good throughout the day in winning yeah. like grindier matchups where it was closer. Sometimes she would just run away with a match. Like I, mm-hmm. it, it was really good for me. Uh, I took out I think the Aerith for that, and then I oh I had I ran ninjas because I I felt like going into. That particular tournament, I wanted some backup destruction. And, and mm-hmm. it, he was okay, too. I was able to blow up, I think, a blow a Yuna and the Chaos, which felt pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, the list is pretty much the same. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, my big thing is I, I don't seem to have fun when I play that list. I, I've tried it mm-hmm. a few times now. I just, the the more I play Yuri, I just don't have as much fun. Like, the YRP stuff is actually kind of fun. I don't mind, like, mm-hmm. you know, doing the Battle and, and playing Fina and stuff, but like Yuri and Chalinka, and I just don't have fun playing those cards really. Um, but they're powerful cards, so like, you know, I would never blame anybody for picking them up. Uh, but I I knew like after we left that tournament that the tournament the next day I definitely wasn't gonna play that again.
0: So. Oh yeah, it it was written on your face in the top eight photo. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, it look, it was a pretty empty face. <laughs> they asked us to show our oh, favorite you, cards. <laughs> Yeah, they asked us to show our favorite dead. cards, and I showed the back of my sleeves. <laughs> so, yes, but yeah, it was it was a good it was a fun tournament though, and I mean no matter what, even when I play decks that I don't necessarily have the most fun playing, I still have fun playing the game because the game's still great. So, and that
0: says a lot. No, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, the game is quality, and uh, you know, like you, I I finished. Uh, I was I I will say my official placing. My I was the sixth seed going into top eight. And I tied, you know, tied fifth through eighth. I want to say they actually had my official placing at the end at seventh, which was fine, but I was also playing the Wind Water deck. Uh, You know, I'm I'm a little bit different. Like, I do have fun playing the deck. It's not my style of deck typically, so I, I tend to have a little bit more user error. But a lot of times, too, like, just with the power level of that deck, you know, you can make a misplay and still, like, salvage it and still kind of do what you were trying to do, just maybe it doesn't feel as efficient but you know I have, I have fun with the deck i again i'm like you man i love the yrp stuff not really a big fan of yuri um again i know the card's stupidly powerful but yeah i mean i, had fun. I played the deck all weekend so it was fine um but overall it was a good event like i, said, I lost to colin uh you said you took out uh Aerith for Adele. Um, Adele. Yeah. whereas Aerith was a huge part of my day because i played ended up playing fire ice a couple times and uh Aerith was huge in that match. Just just pretty much making Laswell a just a, a vanilla 8K. Yeah. Didn't really you know, it was it was really it was that 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 part was good for me. Um but I ended up losing to Colin in top eight. Um game three. Just he's he just I made the critical error of putting him to five instead of putting him to four and trying to just push for game after that because Lee's just came down and took over the game. And I was like, boy, I just can't get over that. It was uh it was brutal it was absolutely brutal
1: yeah she's a problem and then once yeah. if, once she gets to five she's he, like you're not getting over that you're just not you have to have like hard removal for her mm-hmm yeah, it's tough
0: and it was weird like I couldn't waste yuri activations to like blank her to try to get over because as like the game started progressing he just literally drew into all of his gas and I was like well I, I think I just uh think I just lose this game but, again, that goes back to that user error I was talking about. I should have the wherewithal to know to, like, put them to four and then just push for game after that, especially when I know lease is a huge part of the game of that.
1: Yeah, it's just a matchup thing for sure.
0: Oh, absolutely. But uh, overall, it was a great event. You know, big congratulations to Spencer Hallett. He uh, won the event. He was playing Windwater, but a little bit different. He was playing the, the YRP Crystal Chronicles package, but he was running the uh, the big Una with uh, Chaos Walkers a little bit different loadout, um, which is still fine. I mean, obviously he had a really good day with it um i'll tell you what though if there was any one card that was cast a shit ton at this event it would have to be the um heroic zidane i'm pretty sure like every you look to your left you look to your right you were seeing that guy hit the table just non-stop
1: yeah i owned him a few times uh had to play him turn one uh once mm-hmm. um yeah i mean he's absurd <laughs> honestly
0: yeah Card's Man. pretty
1: powerful. Yeah, it's, it's just really intrusive, like we said in the last cast. Like, being able to look at someone's hand is already intrusive enough. But being able to look mm-hmm. at someone's hand and then take their
0: next turn is really good. Oh, yeah. And God forbid you have the Mione follow-up because you just feel even better after that. But, uh, you know, we're not ones to just kind of rest on our laurels after an event. Um, so that was Saturday. Again, congratulations to Spencer Hallett. and Big shout-outs to Jerseys for running a fantastic event, as always. Uh, the next day, we actually rode down to North Carolina uh, to play at uh, Game Theory, which is becoming, if it's not already, one of my absolute favorite places to go play this game. They do, they're do another place that just does a really, really fantastic job with all these events. And I, I do want to give another huge shout out to Joe Gallo. Um, he always kind of runs these events. He kind of acts as the TO for these things. And he does a really fantastic job getting pairings up, keeping track of time. Uh, making sure he's like on the spot if someone needs a judge or like, you know, he if it's a ruling question he doesn't know he'll definitely like crowdsource like you or Hunter and mm-hmm. you know just just real, really Johnny on the spot with these things so he does a really fantastic job and you know I just it's all it's always a pleasant experience when we go down there so I wanted to lead with that yeah Joe Joe's, but, uh, Joe's yeah. a great
1: guy so like every, every oh, yeah. time yeah it's pretty he's he's awesome dude and he plays too while he does all yeah. that as well so.
0: Absolutely. And um, you know, it was their it was their first uh L Q this season, so it was a pretty stacked crowd. Uh Sam tool came down for the event. Um a little, little you know, I mentioned earlier he ended up taking the entire thing. So a huge shout out to Sam, you know, fantastic human being, hell of a player, hell of a guy. Um, Hunter Nance Ant's was there, you know, Ryan Galloway just coming off the win at the soldier series was there. You know, you, me, uh Amethyst was there, she had her whole crew with her. Mm-hmm. So you know, like this was a this was a really you know packed room of you know full of really good players, and um, you know it ended up being a really good day. Um, Adam, I know, uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us you know what you played, how you ended up doing? So, I, like I said earlier, I didn't want to
1: play wind water again, so I played a uh, mono water mono wind uh, chocobos. uh It's a pretty weird list actually. So it actually stems from like a Japanese list um, that was out uh, probably like a month or month and a half back. Uh, it it feels really strong. I changed a couple cards. I added in an Opus Three Bard's for an extra piece of haste, uh, and then the occasional like I never got five jobs of them, but it can happen in the deck. Um, it, it's a low. It's only runs fifteen backups because you have multiple ways to search out backups, which is nice. And then once you get like Fat Chocobo and stuff online, your stuff just gets like super big and out of range. And between like Fat Chocobo, Arc Maria, like they're not blocking <laughs> your Chocobos. And then you know, wait. yeah, then you have Zidane with the uh either you give Zidane haste or you team it, you party attack with Zidane with the haste chocobo and that just puts mm-hmm. Zidane out of range and then you're just ripping like cards out of their hand typically every turn if you're not ripping they're playing onto the board which then you know that allows you to interact with the forwards that maybe they didn't maybe they played them before they had to or they wanted to uh there's no mm-hmm. Diabolus in the list uh I know that's weird for some people to see you can easily put it in there um Garuda was really good for me. I was, I was hitting oh, dude, for, like... dude,
0: you got so much mileage out of that card, dude.
1: Yeah, I mean, most of the time it's just to finish games. Uh, it did hit off a burst on Ryan for exactly 6K on his uh his Garland. That felt really good for me, but really terrible for him, I'm sure. <laughs> and, yeah, and then I played Asura for, like, Dada stuff, but it actually didn't come up when I needed it the most, uh, which kind of oh, sucked. Was- yeah, I lost to Hunter. It was a win-in-in. I ended up finishing 10th And my last round mm-hmm. against Hunter, and, yeah, I was never in the game. I needed either an Aerith or a, um, an Asura to potentially try to blow him out, but I don't even know if Asura would have been yeah. enough. I probably needed the Aerith in order to stop him from just freely attacking with Aluma every turn and pinging it with Terra. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, I was able to put Rangers out, but then he was able to just kill everything but the Ranger and drop a Veritas, and that that, game, that was, the game was over as soon as that happened, for sure. I mean, it lasted about another 10 minutes, but the game was over. Um, but yeah, I mean, it felt it felt good. It felt fun. I like playing the Wind Warrior of Light too. It's probably one of my favorite cards in the game. Um, and so, any excuse to play that and then kind of play something a little bit combo oriented with like like chocobos is fun to me. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: I had a lot of fun, even though I finished tenth and came up a little
0: short. Yeah, and that, that that's gonna kind of be the story of the day, not just for for us, but like for the entire team in general. Um, kind of the same thing. I actually played Wind Water again. Ended up finishing X two. Actually, my placing was thirteen. Like I want to say, like three X twos got in, and then I want to say like there was maybe like the next like six people were X and two. Um, But what was rough was I caught my I caught a first round loss, um, and it was I got crushed. Like it it wasn't even like uh, was one of Amethyst's friends, Courtney. All she, I mean, look, she shit on. It was, it wasn't even close, but I did. I was coming down to like down on the last turn. I was actually starting to turn the corner and would have been able to stabilize at sakes. If I would have, you know, read the board state stupid. Um, or just, you know, it goes back to again, going back to that user error with wind water. Sometimes I feel like that deck's outside of my reading level, but um, again, uh, she did a great job. Then I ended up winning my next two uh, lost to um there were two mics in top eight I, i'm so bad i cannot remember his last name but uh you know he always listens to the podcast he's a really great guy um he was on mono ice with like a splash of earth i want to say he ended up finishing top four
1: yeah Ice Earth. i mean that's the typical ice earth list now right
0: it's like yeah. ice
1: ice with like 10 earth cards
0: exactly yeah, yeah and he just uh he, he was just just the, the discard was too much for me to handle and um, it, he ended up uh like my he beat me like seven to three um, and then I ended up winning out. But because of where my losses kind of fell, that my, my breakers just weren't good enough. So once uh, once the last round hit and I finished 3-2, I was like, I'm probably around like the 11-12 spot. That's kind of where I realistically figured I was going to end.
1: Yeah, but, um, I figured I was probably going to be 9 or 10 as well. Like I, I thought there was like a slight chance I could be 8, but I figured I was pretty sure I was going to be 9 or 10.
0: Yeah, Um, yeah. so it was kind of brutal. And I know um, as far as – I know Stephen Ashworth finished, I think, like 14th. Like he finished like right behind me. He was also on Windwater, uh, the exact same list. And uh, Josh Rose squeaked into top eight, so he was the eighth seed. And then uh, it was unfortunate because going into top eight, uh, Curtis was the number one seed. So it kind of sucked that two of the teammates had to play each other right there off the bat. So it was like, well, they were literally playing to see who got to go home first.
1: Yeah. I I joked about that too, but yeah, that does suck. Uh, that that ends up being the case, but you know you can't can't control that. Like, you have to play. Exactly. how You play. You're, you're trying to get in. You can't like try to. You can't try to like control that to try to get paired up. This is never gonna work out for you. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I
0: mean, as as much as you want the stars to align, sometimes it just doesn't. But uh, yeah, Curtis was uh Curtis uh, sent Josh. You know, with the early exit there, so it sucks that you know returners have to take each other out. But uh, in, a, in a very familiar fashion, uh, Curtis ended up finishing second again, um, losing to Sam Toole in the finals. And, uh, you know, he, he wasn't upset with how he played. I He just said, like, his deck just kind of bricked there in the finals. But uh, he 2-0'd his way to the finals because he had to beat Josh. Then he had to beat Hunter. And then he had to, you know, play Sam. So he had a really hard road, you know, in top eight to, you know, to actually win this thing. So. You know the fact that he had to, you know, he had to beat Josh, who's a really good player. Like he's a really, really strong player. You know, he's known to go in these events and actually doing very well in Swiss. And uh, just, oh, you know, he's someone you do have to worry about playing when you get to these um, higher level events. And then, you know, right after that, he's got to play against Hunter, who we all know he's a household name at this point. And then having to play Sam, who's another household name and just a really clean player. I like get that—that's a hard road. That's probably the the hardest road of the bracket to get to the win. Yeah, that's probably um, no easy road though. But yeah, it's it that, that, pretty true. Rough. And um but you know the the weird thing is like finishing second at these this time around does not feel nearly as bad because the pricing is still pretty insane.
1: Yeah, I mean worst case you're walking away with
0: probably like a seventy five dollar bill somewhere around there. So. Yeah, because you're getting what, the the Rao Bond, the AO three A zero three, um you're getting a Playmat, a Laswell um, laswell you're getting whatever you know, whatever kind of pack support the store actually, offers.
1: Actually, I'm, I'm actually I pretty. Actually, it might be closer to like over. It's probably over a hundred dollars because you get the the foil. woo I think too, right?
0: I believe so. So yeah,
1: so yeah. I mean, yeah, you're you're probably looking closer to hundred twenty bucks maybe. Then walking out of there. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, uh, it's, it's you know again going back to Game Theory. Good on them, you know. I know they uh, their Final Fantasy product was actually pretty uh, light, and it's actually kind of funny. There was a newer player there. I ended up having to play him in like round two. Um, I, right before the tournament started, uh, one of the people that worked at Game Theory, she she said, uh, you know, we're sorry we don't have a lot of product to give a give out for prizing. Uh, I think they only had, like, a box of Opus 4, like, half a box of Opus 3. They had some starter decks. Uh, Not much, and maybe some Opus 6. Not a lot to choose from. So they actually ended up just giving everybody, like, like, free packs of, like, Game Theory sleeves, which I I fucking love those sleeves, by the way. Yeah, they're pretty sweet. I use them for limited play a lot. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it was a newer player named uh, Devon, I believe was his name. I ended up having to play him round two. But he was the reason that all the product was gone from Game Theory, apparently, because he, uh, apparently the day before he came in and had bought everything so i mean yeah, but that's, that's all right that's, you know. that's a good
1: problem to have honestly <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
0: absolutely absolutely but um overall is a really good event and one of the fun one of the actually one of the most fun moments we had is there was a, a guy who came up um he was watching us play some games just on the side um i believe his name was race um younger college kid. Um. He, he was he actually was, you know, gauging a lot of interest in the game was just like, hey, you know, I play Vanguard just watching you guys flip the cards for damage. Looks very familiar. Uh, could you show us how could you show me how to play? And we actually proceeded to like spend the next hour and a half just showing this kid how to play the game. And I, that was actually super rewarding and it was a lot of fun. He seemed pretty interested. So I hope he'll he'll start going to those locals to, uh, out there that they have on Fridays yeah yeah he played uh my chocobo deck for and that seemed to be the thing they got the so,
1: sadly like at the deck i gave you had Bell gemini in it, and they have oh, yeah i was but, like
0: yeah and that the that firewater nine deck is actually a lot of fun yeah. that, that's a deck i could easily play at locals or i if i was looking to go to like a, like a monthly event or like a you know like a win a box or something i could totally take that deck play it and have an absolute great time with it um but, yeah, like you said, it was not the best matchup for the Chocobo deck because uh, I didn't even know Melt Gemini was in the deck until I played the EX Steiner. And I start searching, and I'm like, oh, yeah. And then I, like, look at his de- his board. He's got, like, Fat Chocobo, Maria, um, and uh, Arkout. And I'm like, yeah, I think I just get this and just Windmill Slam it, and I think I'm in a great spot.
1: Yeah, it, turning it all the Chocobos back into, like, 7Ks, base 6Ks is pretty pretty brutal. And I don't run any monster oh, yeah, hate yeah. in that list because I wasn't really expecting anybody there to play Bell Gemini, so I didn't really figure <laughs> I needed it.
0: Yeah, no, and that I mean, for the, for the actual tournament, absolutely. But uh, when you start playing casual games, it's the Wild West. But I'll tell you what, dude. The most fun part of that deck is the Patty Shotgun himself, Vivi, just coming in and just blasting people in the face. Yeah, Vivi is what makes the deck fun, I think, for sure. Oh, dude. Vivi and Light Zidane feel really good to play. Oh, it's insane a lot of fun the deck's a lot of fun so if people are looking for a fun casual actually kind of budgety deck too um i would highly recommend playing it it's a lot of fun but um you know moving right along overall uh the the events we played in this weekend were a lot of fun and big congratulations to everybody that won everybody that came out The, the game is alive and healthy we had what 26 27 players at this thing i think it was closer to 30 okay Cool, and you can actually see. Uh, I know the deck lists from both events have been posted on FF decks. So, yeah, I was you know, surprised.
1: Yeah, I was surprised. People posted like ask like asking me questions about very particular parts of my deck, and I was like, I was like, how do people know what I played? And then I realized they posted the entire top sixteen on FF decks.
0: Yeah. So. I saw that, which is cool. Which is cool. Like I said, my, my goal a lot of times, especially this season, when I'm not really trying to grind and yeah, you know, th- there's gonna be there's gonna be no story this year. There, I, I have a I have a different uh, line of play that I'm trying to take this year as far as you know the, my road to Nats, and um, like my goal is when I go to these events now it's like hey, I just want to see my deck on FF decks. That's all I'm looking for.
1: So, yeah. I mean, I saw... but we did it two yeah. for two this weekend. <laughs> Mission accomplished.
0: Yeah, I'm still trying to win, but um, but yeah, it's
1: not—it's definitely not what it was last year for me, for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, that. But even though it's kind of funny, like I'm watching Curtis, like vicar, like not vicariously, but like I'm, I'm like, like reliving these memories from last year through Curtis. It's awful. <laughs> so like I said we went down to um North Carolina, but another group of us actually went up to the uh the Gamers Heaven, LQ up in Pennsylvania. Uh, John Schreiner was up there, Colin, Ron, and uh CJ. They all went to the, uh, game uh, again, Gamers Heaven LQ, uh, which was won by Muhammad. Uh, you know, big shout-outs to him. Always like seeing Virginia players win. Um, it was him on Mono Water versus Chris Miller, um, who's a Pennsylvania guy. Um, he was on Mono Ice, I believe. Yeah, I think that's what I saw. Yeah, and I think Ron bubbled, John Schreiner bubbled, and I think Colin Colin said he went, he went 0-2 right off the bat, so he did not have a good day. Yeah, that's usually uh usually done after that in an LQ, sadly. Yeah. Yeah, 0 O two means you can probably go home, which uh, <laughs> is exactly going back to the one in North Carolina. That's exactly what Will Lowe did. He went O two and we never saw him again for the rest of
1: the Yeah, I mean it happens. You know, sometimes oh, yeah. it's not in the cards. Sometimes your deck
0: just doesn't operate the way
1: you need it to. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. But, um, you know, again, big congratulations to him. You know, again, not not the best showing for the team, but I know we all had a lot of fun and, you know, there's plenty more of these things to go. We're all going to, you know, really turn this around. And as far as, you know, upcoming events that we have, um, you know, we, again, like the weeks are stacked. In two weeks, we've got the LQ at jerseys. Um, I want to say like the week after that or no, two weeks after that is – no, the week after that I want to say is the next LQ at a game uh game theory or is that a little further along i think that's
1: two weeks after that and then the week after that i think it's soldier series and the week after that
0: is the crystal Crystal cup Cup. yeah and And then then, i think the week after that's the one in centerville or some of these fall on the same weekend like needless to say what we're trying to say is there's a shit ton of events coming up yeah there's a lot yeah so we're gonna be busy as far as other things going on um, there was a big event over in Japan they um they actually had their own crystal cup this past weekend and I know their circuit's a little bit different they only get like two or three I if I'm not mistaken
1: yeah it's somewhere around there they get it's, it's a smaller amount of crystal cups but yeah this one's their earth crystal cup
0: yep which I believe was won by uh mono water fasoya
1: yeah so the, it was and this uh this one's like the eu ones or and like our last three will be where it's like draft it's like constructed and draft and constructed again mm-hmm. um and then yeah that mono water facility one which is very very surprising for sure uh facility is mm-hmm. a card that no one's really been playing this entire rotation of cards uh ever mm-hmm. since veritas came out like you have not seen facility like at all um mm-hmm. So it's surprising to see someone on it. Uh, I guess you know all the hate's gone, right? Like no one's really running. You don't really see Jill a lot anymore because no one's really running a Honolulum that much, mm-hmm. unless you're running Mono Wind, because Wind Water took that out of their deck. Um, yep. So like if you don't have to worry about that, and Ice isn't even like a su- Like for the bigger fields, I would say Ice isn't a huge part. So like you're not. You probably won't even see the card anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ice Earth is very good. You will. You probably will see it. Uh, and some people do still run the jail, But, yeah, I mean, he, he played really good. Uh, I think that wa- the Wind, Fire, Warrior, Light, Chocobo deck was in the top eight. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I saw Wind, Water, Earth, Wind, pretty yep. typical stuff. Uh, there was a pretty wild, I think, um, like, Water, Wind deck that was had, like, a low backup count that I saw. I don't remember mm-hmm. if that made top eight or not. But You were saying you think the guy only played, what, one back? <laughs> I, I only saw Fat Chocobo. That was all I saw. I never saw. I mean, it's it's possible that he just bricked pretty hard. The games that I watched him play, mm-hmm. uh, but from what it looked like, it it looked like his by design was to just be like really small and wide because he had like Z- you know the the new Zidane Layla Viking, mm-hmm. um, I believe Cloud of Darkness was in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it, it was a lot of like two like little weenie dudes, two and three CP guys, um, and it did I I didn't see a lot of backups, so it was mm-hmm. pretty interesting for sure. It's surprising to see people play stuff like that when Veritas is
0: very prevalent. Oh, absolutely. So sound like sound like he just made a call and it worked out for him. Um, I know you, I, you could probably expect a full write up on this event uh, on the on their website in the you know the next few days. Um, but if you want, I know you can always go to the uh, the Japanese Square Enix YouTube channel and actually watch all the coverage.
1: Yeah, the VOD's up. Also, if you go to my Twitter, I shared
0: it so. Oh, awesome! You can Perfect. literally go Perfect. watch it from there. Yeah, it's kind of hard to catch when it's actually on because it's a really, really weird time.
1: Yeah, they're like twelve <clears throat> hours ahead of us, so exactly,
0: exactly. But check it out. Like I said, I'm, we're expecting the write-up to come out in the next few days, so we'll definitely have you know that posted because I'm I want to see like the full top eight deck lists. See, uh, see what kind of see what kind of wild stuff was happening over there, but um, you know, other than a great event. We got to see more Opus 9 spoilers. Adam, we got two of them from this event. Let's go Let's go down the line. Let's start with the uh, the Cecil.
1: Yeah, so both of these are heroics. Um, they're both pretty yeah. interesting cards in their own way. But Yeah, yeah so, I agree. So Cecil's off 4 CP, water forward, um, 8,000 power, obviously category 4. Uh, if you control two mm-hmm. or more category 4 forwards other than Cecil, he gains 2,000 power and Brave. And then he can pay 0. Choose a forward you control other than Cecil. During this turn, the next time the forward will take damage, reduce it by 4,000 damage, and deal 4,000 damage to Cecil instead. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can only use this ability
0: once per turn. Gotcha. Now, I think think it's a really solid card. Obviously, it is a title superstar. Um, I think it's really good for limited. Um, Constructed, it's probably... Not gonna see as much play, but I think in like maybe a carbuncle deck where you're running the Rosa uh, the opus five heroic um I think it's a, a really fine one of because the the biggest issue with the card is that it name clashes with just the better like probably one of the best cards in the game. um yeah, they're different elements, sure. but one of the things I do like about the card is that, you know, you can create some really neat interactions with some real kind of blowout-style plays. Like, it's just, it's such a great, like, you know, you block with something. You know, they think they're going to trade. You're like, no, nah, we'll just uh, we'll pay for Cecil, and that thing will live. That'll die. And then if you've got, like, something like Minwoo out, they both just live. You know what I mean? Like, there's some really neat things you can do with it. What yeah. do you think, Adam?
1: Yeah, I mean, with Minwoo, obviously, he's really good. But to me, that just sounds super passive and slow. <clears throat> I mean, that's exactly. the only issue with it. Obviously, if that gets online... If you get this out and, and Minwoo, and mm-hmm. you're playing against a deck that's relying heavily on damage-based stuff, or even if they're relying on like big, really big forwards, because now your forward has to be 4,000 bigger than their blocker that they're going to want to use. And because yep. they have Minwoo, both guys are going to live unless that's the case. And four thousands yep. a lot. So, yep. I mean, that could be really good. Uh, I just don't know where he's gonna fit yet and we obviously we haven't seen a lot of cards on the set so it's possible that there's some category four deck that's gonna be really good that's very possible um and then if that's the case he's even better because oh, yeah. then you're looking at the first line of text' as potential big upside um but I mean yeah you can use this aggressively you can use it defensively um it's a pretty solid card it, it's gonna be insane and limited I think it's gonna be really insane in title. Uh, and I'm interested yeah. to see what it ha- what happens to it in standard, but yeah, Carbuncle is the first deck that comes to mind for me as well, because you already have Rosa and you can run just one of this guy and easily search them out. And then Rosa also makes it even harder to deal damage to things. Once you got this online yeah. too, uh, and she's a burst. So yeah, I mean, I can see it. I just don't know how good it is yet. Yeah, I'm but, sure yeah.
0: as the rest of the set kind of shapes up, we'll be able to, you know, kind of gauge these a little bit better.
1: Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think he's solid no matter what. Like, there's no way he's bad.
0: Yeah, so. no, I agree with that. I agree with that. So, uh, now let's talk about the other card, this Golbez. Yeah,
1: so this card excites me a little bit more because I feel like there's just a lot more going on here uh, outside oh, of this. Sure. Like, it. It he looks like he could potentially do a lot of things. Now, I saw a lot of people think that they think this guy's kind of busted. I don't think he's that busted, mm-hmm. but uh, I'll okay. just talk about the text really quick. So, he's a 5 CP forward, obviously category 4, 9K. Um. For a Lightning and Dole, you can reveal the top card of your deck if it's a 4 you play it onto the field. Uh, you can only use this ability during your turn. And then he has an S, Double Meteor for S and 2 Lightning. You can choose a forward deal at 9,000 damage. Uh, you may discard one card named Golbez. If you do, you can use a special, special ability again without paying the cost.
0: I think the card's really neat. Um... I, I hope there's going to be some ways to kind of set up that top deck because I'll tell you what, a 1CP a Nidhogg sounds mighty fine to me. Yeah, you can get that
1: off for sure, no doubt. Um, yeah. That seems really good. There are ways to kind of do it now, but it's really janky. Uh, you mm-hmm. could like use the Ice Yule to put something second and then have a way to draw a card, uh, then Golbez. But that's a, that means that Golbez had to live for a turn. Then you had to also Ice Yule. It's like so much setup to do that. But yeah, I mean, if you're able to get that setup and then play a Nidhogg just off the top for one CP, essentially, uh, mm-hmm. it's really good. But if there's a better way to set up the top of your deck than in this set, then maybe he's really good. Uh, he's extremely mm-hmm. slow. Uh, he gets hit by Diabolos. You could easily play a removal that kills him outside of Diabolos. Uh, he mm-hmm. has to make it a turn kind of similar to Zemus, but Zemus can't. Zemus is always going to work because like, you're going to have stuff to get back with Zemus. Mm-hmm. this takes way more setup than zemus and it's like the same slowness as zemus uh even slower actually because you're spending one extra cp uh just to play him onto the field um mm-hmm. his s is cool though you could technically loop it right like you could uh pay the two lightning and s and then however many copies of gold in your hand you could just keep doing meteor so you could like what? discard then discard again then
0: discard again income kind of the new archetype. Oops, all Golbez. I love it. Yeah, I mean, you probably won't do that. but <laughs> No, not at all. Not at
1: all. But theoretically, you could play nine Golbez and do it. Well, you know,
0: you can also drive a car with your feet, but that doesn't make it a good idea.
1: <laughs> Sometimes, I mean, hey, if you want to do that, it's your prerogative, I guess. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, like you can, loop, assuming that this works the way I think it works, you could just loop it. So every time you get the recast, you discard again. You start a new stack with the special, and it just keeps happening. Mm. So that's yeah. kind of cool if yeah. you want a machine gun nine k. Yeah, discard all four. discard like
0: four Golbez and deal nine k to four forwards. Yeah, that's a board wipe. But you know, there I think there's a lot more cost efficient ways to do that. Yeah, I mean you know, that only costs you ten. Oh, is that all for the low low price yeah. of your entire hand? You can wipe the board. Yeah. But no, I, I'm curious to see what you know what what the rest of the set holds. Um, it, I, I hope there you know, there's some other cards like in category four that kind of play well with these. So I think that'd be really cool to see. I, I'm, I'm really excited for Opus nine and I can't wait to get more spoilers as the week goes on. So, uh, you know, as those pop up, we'll be on the lookout for those and, you know, we'll, we'll, see what's coming down the pipe for sure.
1: Yeah, no doubt. I mean, these are pretty cool. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what else is in the set. Haven't seen any final Fantasy 12
0: cards yet. And we know that those are bad, <laughs> dude. Dude, I'm foaming. Foaming at the mouth for that. Yeah. I need them. I need them real bad. But um yeah, so um, you know, now that, that that you know, that that's about that. We got a big event coming up this weekend, Adam. It's the next North American Crystal Cup. The next North American world's player will be determined up in toronto at uh I, I know i is it i'm pretty certain they've changed locations they did i think it's
1: at some point like it's,
0: it's still run by the same people just at a different location if uh, i'm not mistaken
1: i believe so i haven't been super following that part because i already knew i wasn't going yeah, um, yeah. i just know it's still happening and it's still
0: being streamed that's all i know uh, but exactly and the cap has been increased which is awesome yeah which is sweet um yeah. and So, and you know, and I know uh, the break zone is going to be doing the coverage for that one. And they've uh, they've really been going all in on some fresh equipment just to make sure that it's a good, you know, viewing experience. So, you know, big shout out for those guys. I know it sounds like they're going to have, you know, some player interviews between rounds. They're going to have a second match going on that. I believe they're recording so they can kind of do like the magic, like time shifting thing.
1: Well, no, I think they have like an actual camera on a rail. So they're they're able to switch. okay yeah, i
0: know they've got the rail camera so they're just going to switch back and forth kind of like how we do i believe so well and that's good that's good having that double feature match is going to help with a lot of downtime which is still just a glaring 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 issue with coverage in this game so it'll be exciting and um you know so adam let's 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 just get down to brass tacks here the meta is kind of shaped here for opus hate Would you agree? To an extent. I think there
1: is definitely some stuff out there that is good that we're not seeing. Um, Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I mean, people have kind of, like, settled in and, you know, dug their boots in the sand. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And have kind of figured out, like, what they think is really good.
0: Absolutely. So, with that being said, are you expecting kind of more of the same from... From uh, we, we, you know, When the dust settles and we're hearing, you know, we're hearing, you know, your top um, your top 32, which I believe Toronto is all constructed as well. Yeah, it is. This, no this, this is as the as last there. one. Yeah, this is the last okay. one that's all constructed. Top 32 is a little bit weird because top 32 is you can have a, a good enough day and get into that, that cut.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, when the dust settles and we're, we get down to, like, our top eight, do you expect more of the same? Do you expect to see your, your mono waters, your wind waters, your fire ices, your earth winds? Maybe maybe a sprinkling of scions here.
1: Yeah, I, I expect to see all those things. Uh, I don't expect anything too terribly weird. I wouldn't be surprised if like uh, you know some of the Canada guys brings out a, a different wind water list than what we're seeing.
0: Mm, um, maybe some uh, maybe some Sid two, perhaps. It's
1: possible. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, they're very good players. Sid two's still a really good card. You just have to dedicate a good portion of your deck to it. I think that's the biggest drawback. But if if mm. the card is online early, like, it's gross. It's still really gross. Um, mm. I mean, I I do expect to see a lot of the same stuff. Um, I would be pleasantly surprised if we saw something off the wall. I expect mm-hmm. to see a lot of mana water. It's a very very good deck. Uh, I expect to see a lot of earth wind. It's very popular. Still very strong. <laughs> expect to see a good amount of like the typical wind water list. Kind of what we were playing this weekend. The JFB list. Um, yep. Also really good. Uh, you might see some scion stuff, uh, but I imagine if it is scions, it's probably Greg Cole somewhere sneaking in there. Yeah, I mean uh yeah pretty typical stuff i mean you'll see some off the wall stuff because top 32 like like you said you just have to be good enough to get there so i think Mm -hmm. you could get away with playing some other stuff and there's some other like fringy things that are pretty decent and can win sets like the final fantasy 7 deck like the final fantasy 9 deck Mm -hmm. um i i mean who knows but i i expect when the dust settles that you're going to see much of the same
0: no, absolutely. Um now I know in typical fashion we're going to um be on the lookout here uh possibly this week for some videos of um you know decks we would play where are we going to Toronto. Um Adam, if you were going, what deck would you land on, you know, gearing up for the event? What deck would you th- what deck do you think you'd be playing going to this event? Probably
1: Mono-Water. Same thing I would be playing the last two times. Um mm-hmm it's it's just i don't know it's i think it's extremely safe and extremely mm-hmm. good um most of the lines are kind of straightforward there's mm-hmm. not a lot of things people can do to blow you out there are a few mm-hmm. but there's not a lot like be sure people are checking for veritas but that's fine like he's still really good um, and you're not really gonna be able to stop his exit trigger. You can do some cool stuff if you stack to his exit trigger, right? And get oh but you're still gonna lose something. Even if you mm-hmm. do that. Um But yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if I'd be on three Veritas or two, but mm-hmm. I would uh I would probably be playing on a water Veritas. If I was playing mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no I hear that man. I, if I were going I'd probably be playing um I, I probably wouldn't be playing Wind Water again. Um, I don't want to burn myself out on that. I'd probably be playing like Wind Earth uh, with the fire variant with the clouds, the lease, the phoenixes. I'd probably be giving that deck a try because I think that's a really, really solid way to play uh, Wind Earth. Um, and it just, just cloud is just such a ball buster late game for a lot of decks. And again, you know, a card like lease coming down the home stretch makes makes combat extremely difficult for a lot of decks.
1: Yeah, I think Cloud's going to probably end up being a mainstay in that list now. In my opinion, I mean, I would play it. Um, You know, Okimoto won his his local qualifier with that. Um, Mm -hmm. And
0: Curtis has been playing it.
1: Yeah, Curtis got second uh, at the LQ with a pretty similar list. Some differences, but it's pretty similar. Uh, I mean, yeah, he just kind of does what Cecil does. Um, Mm -hmm. Except sometimes maybe he kills something earlier than Cecil could, and sometimes he kills something Cecil will never be able to kill. Uh, Both Mm -hmm. are bursts. Both are big. You're probably never going to mill in that list because if you do, you'll probably deck yourself out. Uh, mm-hmm. But he also makes Phoenixes feel less bad earlier in the game yep. because you're going to more effectively be able to cast Phoenixes off three backups, and even off five without Chaos if that ends up happening to you for some weird reason uh, because you have the clouds and the potential Lease to pitch. And then Lease gives you another Phoenix target if you want to go that route, if, if you want to get the
0: the more power on your forwards to make it harder to deal with. Yep. And then you pile all of those new lines just on top of the old, just the old reliable Noctis Cactuar, Noctis Cecil, Dottaluma Cactuar. Um, so you've still got those same just ball-busting lines, and now you've got just a whole nother layer on top of that. Um, so that's probably the deck I'd play. I'd probably, like, if I, like, I would be seriously just in the lab getting some serious serious reps on the deck before i went just to you know learn matchups and things like that that's what i'd be doing but you know i agree with you adam i think we are going to see a lot more of the same and maybe maybe that's not a fair assessment because you know not every wind water deck is going to be the same not every wind earth deck is going to be the same clearly from what we were just talking about but does it go back to kind of like the cores of the decks being innately the same and also the fact that these archetypes are still extremely powerful and we got a world spot on the line you don't want to take some kind of random jank to this event and hope it works to me that's the same
1: like they're they're the same deck like yeah sure we're playing different deck lists but we're playing the same deck like if, if if i play the earth wind list and i take out one Cecil and put in one seven CP Sephiroth or one Renoa, like, are we not We're playing, playing this? Yeah, are we not playing the same deck? You know, um, mm. it's, you know, I mean, you can do these things and make it unique and make it yours, but at the end of the day, you're still playing Earth Wind, uh, whatever you want to call that deck now. But I mean, it's an mm-hmm. Earth Wind deck. Um, it's just like you know, if you're playing Wind Water YRP FFCC, and I put Nadell in my list, right? It doesn't make yeah. It doesn't make my deck different than JFB's, really, other than, the, like, you know, the two cards that
0: I changed. We're playing the same deck. My deck list is just different. Um, it's, like, it's like taking a frozen pizza out of the freezer and rearranging the pepperonis.
1: Yeah, basically. Yeah, so, I mean, so when I say, like, decks, like, I, that's what I'm talking about. Like, sure, if, if it's, like, 5 to 10 cards difference, like, okay. Mm-hmm. But unless those 5 to 10 cards are, like, a big core piece of the deck, I don't really foresee... Mm-hmm. I don't see that as a different deck, per se.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, so, we're, we're, we're kind of firmly planted that the archetypes are going to kind of be the same, right? Which, you know, it it, make, it makes predicting or talking about what we expect kind of, kind of bland, right? Which, again, this, this is I'm just plugging once again that I think bands would be healthy in this game to, sh- you know, shake things up. Because here we are for the third crystal cup in a row talking about pretty much the exact same decks again yeah
1: i I mean just a counter argument i guess like we're this is the same set still like so i'm not if this continued on past like opus 8 like if Mm -hmm. we're still seeing this stuff in opus 9 and nothing else Mm -hmm. is changing other than a few cards slotted in here or there then i totally agree Mm -hmm. with you um Mm -hmm. but metas are always gonna there's always gonna be a meta you can't prevent a meta from happening it's not absolutely possible so Mm -hmm. yeah we can ban some things and make things different but the deaths could settle and we could just be in something stale all over again right after super possible Mm -hmm. but i i I do think it would be nice to see some cards go just for variety's sake because otherwise Mm -hmm. like there's just going to be no reason to play if you're playing certain colors there's no reason to not mm-hmm. play certain cards. I mean, sure, I didn't play three CPs a day and a five CP Diabolos in my Chocobo list on Sunday. Mm-hmm. But, like, those cards are still absurd, and I still think if you're not playing them in your win list, you're probably wrong. And that mm-hmm. could even that could even go back to what I played, too. I could have been
0: totally wrong, too, for not playing those cards. So, mm-hmm. But, you know, decks aside, a lot of times you know, deck is only as good as the person playing it. Adam, let's talk about who we think. Um, who 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 is your? We we know some people that are going. Who is your pick to go ahead and take this thing down? I mean, it's Dank's home turf, right? That yeah, you're, you and I are on the same page on this one. So um, um it, it's hard to not bet on Mister Two Time himself. But that's not to say that he doesn't have some stiff competition.
1: Uh I also I I have no idea what he's gonna be on. I know he likes Mono Water a lot when uh we talked to him before Tampa. Um but I don't know if that's still the case. Uh I don't know if he's got something up his sleeve that people aren't seeing. Uh mm-hmm. like, you know, I mean, last year at Nets he brought the Sid to Fasoya win waterless, which is something that I hadn't seen. So it's very mm-hmm. possible we're in a situation like that where he's got something that we haven't seen yet and that would be sweet. I would be totally all about it. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I, th- and then, you know, y'all also you can't sleep on Okimoto. I mean, he's been really consistent this year, not quite making it all the way, probably as far as he would like, but you know, I, he, he's kind of stuck his, his line in the sand on Earthwind. he'll probably, I, I assume that's what he'll be on again. Um, mm-hmm. but maybe not again. He could pilot probably whatever he wants, whatever he thinks he gives him the best chance. Um, but he, he's up there I'm uh, pretty sure Sam Prime is going I imagine he'll be on something his style which will probably be something that you don't see very often mm-hmm. um, Jonathan Gordon another homeboy uh, he's been pretty consistent as well right I mean I imagine he'll be on Water yeah. Lightning that's been kind of his baby uh, that he's been mm-hmm. tweaking and he's top cut he's made the top cut in every Crystal Cup so far so mm-hmm. that'll I imagine that'll probably happen again it's a deck he's Mm -hmm. comfortable on and it's a deck a lot of people don't get a lot of reps against um Mm -hmm. and then i I think we only
0: have one richmond person going right just colin yep i think yeah i think colin uh colin coughlin's the only one from richmond going so obviously we'd love to see him do well and i believe um from fredericksburg i believe lord byron is going as well okay
1: and then is is john shiner and the jersey boys are there going
0: I believe they're passing on Toronto, but they're going to Arizona. Ah, I got you, I got you. Yeah, so,
1: I mean, there's definitely going to be some faces missing, but there's still going to be a lot of strong people there that could take the thing Well, and I
0: know, like, myself, Curtis, and Steven were talking about going, but like the process for the passport would have just kind of been right to the wire because I don't have my passport and I was thinking about just getting like the passport card which is just, you know, the Diet Coke of passports but like the time frame is still the same unless you like drive to D.C., go to one of the, and I'm just, I'm like, that just sounds exhausting. I'll just make sure I just take care of this later this year and not have to, so that way when it comes around next year, i can just go and not have to worry about it
1: yeah but yeah i mean there, there, there's going to be plenty of people there um you yeah know, they they extended the cap so which is going to be cool hopefully it hits over 100 people and we'll see another nice size big north american tournament um and i'm interested to see what wins
0: and i hope we do see no, some absolutely. new stuff so no absolutely and that and we'll kind of wrap up on this our giveaway we'll go ahead and wrap up on this adam we're going to give away a pack of sleeves, pack of those Ultimate Guard uh, land sleeves. We're going to talk prediction. We're going to talk what deck do we think takes down the whole event. Adam, we've seen Fire Ice, and we've seen Mono Water win two of the Crystal Cup. What do you think wins this event? I mean, I'd like to think my like,
1: what I would play is going to win. Um, mm-hmm. so I mean if I had to pick one I'd probably pick Mono Water to win again mm-hmm. uh, but I would not be surprised if it was Earth Wind also
0: like those would probably be my one and two Gotcha and uh, for me I am I think it's going to be Wind Water um, I just think um, it's just a strong archetype no matter how you slice it and in the hands of like a really really strong pilot uh, it's just a really hard deck to beat like it's very very hard to beat and again a guy like you know jfb proved that over in milan um and i know a lot of those guys up there you know jordan Dank specifically i know you said he talked about mono water earlier you know wind water again like you said it's his baby so he could easily you know slam through this event with wind water um but also too, I think if I had to if I had to pick a secondary, it would be um, Wind Earth, just because I I, th- I just think that archetype is still incredibly powerful, and it just has a lot of answers for a lot of different things. So those would be my one and two as as extremely similar because you know these are they're just good cards. These decks have good cards in them, and c- turns out good cards win games.
1: Yeah, and uh...
0: um, so. No, go ahead. Adam.
1: I know. I was say that's typically how that works.
0: Yeah, it turns out <laughs> that, that was a very John Madden thing to say. Well, if you got the best cards, you're gonna win the game. <laughs> Popcorn popper. But that's part of the giveaway here. So, guys, when we post this um, on our Facebook page, you know, com, we, we're gonna want you to comment um, on the Facebook page what deck you think is going to win, and just by you know providing the comment. We will actually enter you into the the drawing to get the sleeves. So you know, just post up down there what you think is going to win, and you know, and if you want to get that extra credit, who do you think is going to win? So you know, I just want to make this as interactive as possible. So like, there's a lot to choose from. Who knows? We could see all be completely wrong, and some like fringe Final Fantasy Nine list comes out of just comes off the top rope and just (laughs) wins the whole thing. Yeah, I mean that would be dope. Um,
1: but yeah, just make sure you post on the Facebook page on our Facebook page. So I know we shared out yep. to like several places. It has to be yeah, on, on our post. Yeah, it has to be on our post on our Facebook page. And all you have to do is post what deck you think is gonna win. You don't have to be mm-hmm. right or it, you don't have to be right. Just make a guess. Um, and then yeah, we're gonna mm-hmm. probably pick one of those. We're gonna pick one of those people and send them some sleeves. So
0: yeah and i think we'll uh we'll probably just have that post that winner um on next week's cast because uh we'll be actually talking about the just the wrap-up of the toronto crystal cup on next week's cast so you know we'll have our winner then so you know i think it's going to be a, a, a just a great event overall i do wish i was going um but i i think we're going to get some really solid coverage i can't wait to see you know what the break zone has in store um you know, I'm looking forward to player interviews. I'm looking forward to, you know, I'm looking forward to less down. And is that I, I sound like a broken record talking about that stuff, but something's got to get. So, you know, I, I I have all the faith in those guys with their new equipment that they'll be able to, you know, knock this one out of the park. And, you know, good luck to all the players going. I think it's going to be a great event all across the board for everybody. Yeah, I'm excited to watch for sure. Yeah. But uh, with that being said, Adam, uh, any parting thoughts? I got nothing. No. I heard that. Well, now I'm going to go to work on this Memorial Day. Um it's not not my first choice, but you know, I'm getting paid for it, so I can't you know, I can't really complain but so much. I'm literally just going to sit there and play my Switch all day, so this will be great. But sounds like a decent day. Uh, yeah, and enjoy I uh, hope you got your cleaning shoes on so uh, you <laughs> go ahead and enjoy that. Yeah. But uh with that being said, I've got nothing else. Guys, thanks for listening as always. Yep, see you guys later. Toodles.